Blog Talk Radio. Welcome everyone to another episode of the Roman Show for the week of April 14th. We welcome the boys of Silent Heart to talk about their latest music and the follow-up to Love War coming up next. Step down to the get down. All right, whenever you're ready. ready. Five seconds to the open. Aquarius, watch that little gimbal. We don't want you coming off in the face. Booster, go. Retro, go. Vital, go. Fly. Guidance, Surgeon, go. The Roman Show with your host, Rodolfo Roman. Hey everyone, Rodolfo Roman, your host of The Roman Show, and uh, we're getting ready just a few to welcome the boys of Silent Hearts, and uh, boy, George on the other side, the dashing one joining me again here in the program to talk some pro wrestling, music, and mixed martial arts, and a whole lot more. Well, I'd like to invite everyone to PFL Premier Fight League in Doral, taking place this Saturday, April 20th in Doral. Get your tickets available right now. Titan FC returns with a live pro MMA fight card April 26th at the Extreme Action Park in Fort Lauderdale. George Dana White is coming to town because the following day on April 27th, the UFC returns to South Florida in a very, very long time at the BBNT Center. Dana White, man, he's going to be in town. And uh, in that case, I want to say congratulations to you because you get to work your announcing skills in front of a guy that you practically don't look up to, but you look up to him to say, hey, as a, a trendsetter, uh, a goal, you know, to get there, to be there. So congratulations to you. But I'm pretty sure the, the butterflies and, and the nerves are all over each and every of those MMA fighters that are going into this card, knowing that Dana White will be there. And you know, never know, he might be scouting. Oh, no, I'm sure definitely he's going to bring his, uh, his pen and paper and take them to notes to find out who is the next superstar. And I got to tell you, Tannen FC does have some great stars in that fight card. So Dana White will be very active that night. All right, everyone, make sure to visit CollarNebelBrand.com and get your latest T-shirt. It's not your typical rinky-dinky cartoonish type of shirt. No, these shirts are cool. CollarNebelBrand.com is a website. Use the promo code The Roman Show, all in caps, to get your discount. And George, you get a little funk down there every now and then after a workout? Kind of, yeah. My legs yeah. are sore right now, yeah. No, I'm talking about down there. If you get a little stink, a little smell. Oh, well, of course, if it's sweating. Right. Well, you got to get yourself ball wash. That's right, ball wash. Get the funk off your junk Head on over to theromanshow.com, click right there on the right side of our homepage and get yourself some ball wash. Visit ballsy.com, use the promo code ROMAN to get a percentage off your purchase. It's really good. They even got the little um, cologne for your boys on there. It's fresh, man. It's like once you let the boys out, it's like spring. I- I'm serious. You think I'm lying? Try it out. I sure will. Maybe I'll upgrade from dashing to marvelous. Yeah, all right. Let's talk some pro wrestling coming up next right here on The Roman Show. 
And now, it's time to give you a reality check. Well, George, you know, I have to talk about this. It's been it's been the talk of the weekend in the world of pro wrestling. And, and, and I'm talking about the sexy star interview that uh, took place right here on the Roman show. You can check it out for yourself. It is in Spanish uh, on our YouTube channel. That's youtube.com forward slash ourromano201. Or just visit the website, theromanshow.com. But uh, it was featured on uh, the Busted Open program on Sirius XM uh, this week uh, with Dave LaGreca. Uh, which airs Monday to Friday, Monday through Friday at 9 a.m. So thanks for the shout out, boys. Uh, but either way, the second, let's take let's take a look here. Just a quick clip of a uh, busted open mentioning the Roman Show's interview with Sexy Star. Back here on Busted Open, Dave Lagreca, Tommy Dreamer, the Superstar Shakeup coming up. Who's gonna move from Raw to SmackDown? Who's going from SmackDown to Raw? Some great calls. From the nation, we had our own personal picks to Tommy, but the nation's been on point all show long. Some great calls from the Busted Open Nation. Getting us to think. I love it. I love the speculation. It's fabulous. And we'll continue with those calls in just a moment, but talking about thinking, I have a feeling Sexy Star wasn't thinking when she made these comments. She was a part of the Roman show. No, uh... No relationship with the Roman that we talk about on this show, though, Tommy. Okay. I just wanted to make that clear. It wasn't the pills, Roman. It was the Roman show, and Sexy Star was a guest, and former Lucha Lucha Underground champion Sexy Star talked about her capturing that title, and she said that she personally thinks that the WWE took notice. She's very proud that she was given the opportunity as a woman and as a Mexican and as a warrior to become champion. And she thought that that championship created a buzz and kind of was the foundation for what we saw with the women's revolution in the WWE, Tommy. So, George, your thoughts on Sexy Star? She claims that she started the wave. And, and I asked her, I mean, you got you to gotta really think about this. Or she is the first and only woman who has won a World Heavyweight Championship in a major promotion. Let's go back. Let's take this way back to China. All right. She won the Intercontinental Championship. I think that the women's evolution goes way back even further before that. But you got to admit, Sexy Star did kind of, in a little bit, pave the way. That's why I asked that question because this is a woman who pretty much broke the, the, the boundaries or the barriers, if you will. Listen, she was not the first to break the barriers. Let's get that straight. I give Sexy Star the credit where credit is due. She she did a lot during her time in the ring, and I know her career is far from over. I'm not taking away any credit from the woman. But I'm going to say this. People like China opened the doors, okay? She was the first woman in a major stream. Yes, Lucha Underground was a major company. I'm not taking away that either. But I'm saying a major streaming company like the WWE. She was the first ever Royal Rumble participant and on, to be a woman. She was the first ever woman to hold the WWE Intercontinental title. Okay? China paved the way. If there was ever a first person... She did. Now, if you're talking about women's revolution, the women's revolution 
has always been there technically, but it was never sought out because at one point the WWE fans were thinking bra and panties and so on and so forth. But it was always around, okay? And, and from the Velvet McIntyres to the uh, to the Leilani Kai's, women's wrestling has been there and is now back, okay? Is now back in the independence. Is back in the WWE. Is back where it should have been. So when you say about Sexy Star being the pinnacle of the revolution, no, I think it was China. But I'm not taking away anything from Sexy Star and say she did help the revolution. She wasn't the pinnacle, though. No, I agree. And I'm sure the WWE took notice of the fact that what they did in Lucia Underground, they said, heck, if it's working out there, why don't we try it down here? Hence, the main event at WrestleMania. Again, I don't think that she... And I, and I asked the question, do you think you played a role? I didn't say specifically, the, if, if, are you the one that started this thing? No. She played a role in it. And I think that's what, how people miss, miss really didn't take this out of, the, out of proportion. But yeah, I think she, she meant to say she played a role. Nonetheless, like to hear your take on it. At the Roman Show, tweet us, and we'll go ahead and follow up with your tweet. George, AEW has announced that they've partnered up with Fight for the Fallen um, at their, the Fire for the Fallen show has partnered up with the Jacksonville Victim Assistant Advisory Council, an organization that provides help for people and their families that have been victims of crimes. George, if you remember, AEW has partnered up because, as far as I could remember, AEW is going to have this event and the proceeds are going to go to this organization. That is just phenomenal, George. No, yeah, definitely, and it's a huge, uh, you know, thing for them as far as, like, a, a big proceed, a good uh, recognition for AEW, and I tip my hat off to them that they're willing to, they've been helping so many people, so many non-profit organizations, and I really tip my hat off to all of them, and, uh, and I really look forward to seeing where, where we're going with AEW with this, I really do. And they've been making waves. Of course, the WWE had to wave with what happened at WrestleMania during the Mania weekend. But now AEW is now trying to get that stream back with the mention that potentially they could be on a big major network like a TBS or TNT. And we're still waiting what that decision will be. I'm sure that by next month, May, we'll have a really good idea of what AEW is all about after that pay-per-view that they're going to have. And George, I have to tell you, they do land in TNT or TBS. And from what the rumor is, they're going to appear every Tuesday. Boy, it's going to be fun to be, although it already is, but it's going to be a whole lot more fun to be a pro wrestling fan. From what I hear, rumors are speculating that the TV show is going to be known as Tuesday Night Dynamite. Uh, so, uh, and I think uh, another rumor is that they have signed for TNT. So I guess time will tell. Uh, we'll have to see. And we also have that we now have word that SEMA has also signed it with AEW, and it's just a matter of time until they add more to that roster. Now going back quickly here to the WWE, the Superstar Shakeup is taking place. It's pretty much the time where the WWE changes itself, right? It goes now in a different direction. It's the beginning of a new season, per if you say. So George, we've already seen some um, quite surprises. What, what do you anticipate in the Super? Star Shakedown. Do, do you think that we're going to see for the first time some members of the main roster going to the NXT? Because it was it was mentioned somewhere that now everyone is free. They're all a brand. 
Yeah, practically. And as a matter of fact, uh, there was rumors of some main roster guys going back to NXT. Uh, one of them, I believe, is already Luke Harper. So, uh, yes, I do expect some main roster guys to be pushed back to NXT. Now, that's a bad thing. Personally, I'm a big fan of it just because in NXT they, we get to see their true talents. Not saying that they're not in Raw and SmackDown, but you have to admit there is a big comparison. So, yeah. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to welcome in Silent Hearts, who join us right here on the program to talk about their latest music. Coming up next. <laughs> Welcome back, everyone, to The Roman Show. You have to pick up this new EP, Love War, by Silent Hearts. They're all the way from Ohio, and they're joining us right now on the line, Dave and John. Thanks so very much for your time, guys. Been checking out the EP, good stuff. Uh, big fan of Love is War, the song. And uh, one thing they pointed out is that you have you have the heavy version, and then you have the acoustic version. I got I to gotta applaud you on that, because I'm the type of guy, I love heavy metal music, but sometimes... I just want to hear the lyrics, but not too heavy. You know what I mean? So, kudos for that, guys. Right, right. So, but, yeah, um, we wanted to uh, just, you know, make songs, write songs that it was easy to convert into, you know, from a, a metal song or a heavy rock song and still have the capability to make it into an acoustic song just to show versatility of the song and uh, versatility of our um, individual members and, and things like that. And, and so. again, I know both of you guys are there, so Dave, John, feel free to chime in whenever you want. So is is there is there a difficulty there sometimes by doing the heavy metal and then into acoustic? Is there some challenges sometimes? Are there some heavy metals that you can't do that with? Um, sometimes it's a little weird, <laughs> um, but, you know, <clears throat> ultimately when we write our songs, we want them to be, um, as they can be, but, you know, what that means to us is that, you know, it can be, you know, sang in, in kind of in any environment that you want to be able to, you know, perform or sing and play the song if you enjoy it, you know, whether that be acoustic or with a full rock band, and that's kind of, you know, the point of what we're portraying with that. And what particular song from the EP really hits close to home to you guys? Uh, anyone in particular? Hello? 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 Yep, we're yeah, here. Yeah, I said, which song from the EP particularly hits close to home to you guys? Which is the one most meaningful from the EP? Um, so, I guess for me, um, this is David Gast, um, I think uh, my... The one that really hits home more for me would be Rise Up. Um, that song was more of a personal song for me. Um, so writing that really was, um, you know, something that was a little, it, it felt different than the other songs. Um, uh, but yeah. So that's well, I, our, our, uh, our singer, Ben, writes most of the lyrics, and you had... Uh, a bigger hand in writing Rise Up, though. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So that's, that's probably why it's a little bit more personal. But um, we just try to be relatable as possible. Um, and that's, you know, that's why you can see many styles, uh, many styles and 
just just uh, the lyrics are, you know, if somebody's down and out, we want to be somebody that or something that they can relate to and, uh, you know, kind of just ex- escape from their daily struggles or whatever, and if only if it's for a few minutes per song. Um, and that's, so that's all of them kind of have a, that sort of relationship with me. So. And now as far as the songs that, that you guys play live, which is the one that you feel that you've, you've seen most of the, the, the reaction that gets everyone just going in the pit and they're just losing, you know, just losing their minds. I think for me, it's probably uh, the one I, I, I like to watch people react to is in Remember Me, which is uh, kind of one of our offshoot songs. <laughs> yeah, it, it was in between our EP and our um, latest single. It was kind of a surprise release. Uh-huh. So yeah, re- remember me. That's definitely our heaviest song, I would say. Uh, I'd agree. Um, and yeah, it was just kind of like I said, a surprise release, and we just wanted, you know, basically just to make a statement. Yeah, that, that way. And it really has a, a hard kickoff in the beginning. And the cool thing that we do live is, uh, so we we typically start our, our shows off with uh, remember me live, and we we start off with a. Uh, a big bang with the uh, lighting production that we do so it's basically just like hitting people in the face with bright lights with <laughs> heavy music so, yeah i mean ultimately live you know one of the one of my favorite things about our live show is that it was designed to be exactly what it is a live show you know uh-huh. um every everything from from the moment that you know the show starts to, to the time that the show ends is you know planned out on our end and you know we really want to try to like make a whole thing you know explosive in everyone's mind so so pinpointing one spot is is you know awesome but you know the goal is to make the whole thing stand out you know so so when producing a record does that come into play you know okay i got this song when we have the live shows we can put this type of of uh, of lighting or, or we're bringing you know whatever you're going to bring on stage does that go into into the thought thinking process I know for me personally, um, and it's definitely different for everyone in the band. Mm-hmm. Um, I, when I'm writing music, I try to imagine how it would translate like, um, but I know it's not how everyone thinks of it. Yeah, I think for me, um, the music just kind of works itself out when it transitions from the studio, from the, you know, the practice rehearsal area to the live stage. Um, it kind of speaks for itself when we set up the production for the light show. Um, I'm not really sure how to explain it. It's just something that happens, I guess, for me. So, what is going on with the tour? You got the EP available right now, and you can down, uh, stream it on any of the, the services like Spotify or the Apple Music, whatnot. But when are we going to see you guys in tour? You guys are expanding on tour? Are you going to play this music live? We're going to check it out. Um, so right now we actually have uh, one show set up. Uh, for middle of April, April 19th, we're playing Vision Fest at the Odeon in Cleveland, Ohio. Um, other than that, right now we're working on setting up more dates for later on in the year. Um, and currently, we're actually uh, working on writing some new new songs, and uh, we're going to be planning some new music videos coming up soon. So, uh, after those, definitely something uh, that we're excited about. Um, right now, we're really working on building our sound you know of the picture that we're sending um 
and the shows are, are, are they're coming. Uh, we'll be playing a lot more later this year. And, and with the writing, so you guys are always continuously writing, or do you guys set some time to just dedicate to the writing? How does that work? I mean, at, at this point, yeah, pretty much consistent writing. Uh, just, you know, going, going through ideas. Everybody in the band kind of works on their own sometimes and brings ideas to the table. I mean, it's kind of a... It's kind of a, a personal issue for me. I, I have a hard time not writing sometimes. Um, and I know that that's true for our drummer as well, who unfortunately couldn't be here today because he's out on tour with uh, another band. But, yeah, I mean, I know that, I think for all of us, I don't think that any of us really stopped writing. Yeah, it's kind of a continuous thing for us. Um, most of the guys in the band actually can uh, write and record and produce music on their own. Um, and the other guys are, are following very closely with uh, having that ability. Um, so it's it's not really like we plan out certain times to write music, to write a song. I think the, the most plan that we ever get is when we uh, actually book studio time and go in with a producer like Nick Sampson or uh, Matt Dalton. Um, so really it's just like a continuous thing, you know? Nothing... Uh, Nothing set in stone, really. Well, boys, I want to thank you so much for your time and look forward to some of that new music that you guys are working on. And, of course, the EP available right now on all your streaming services. And you can visit the band's website, silentheartsoh.com, for more information. Or head on over to the YouTube account. That's uh, youtube.com forward slash E slash silenthearts to check out their videos boys thanks so much for your time and uh you know we get a chance come down to florida we love to have you here we're, we're very warm <laughs> i know yeah, you guys see that right now yeah. we, we were just complaining that it was really cold today so right. that actually sounds really good yeah, yeah, it's a negative that. six degrees celsius right now i've heard it. it's been ridiculous you know it's funny because we have our own little uh cold or, or winter here and it's only uh a measly 66 degrees so that's cold for us <laughs> Oh, that's, yeah. like, that's like summer for us. I know, man. It's like, oh, really? <laughs> well, guys, thanks so much yeah. for your time. And uh, again, uh, make sure you put it in your calendar. You make a visit to us here in Florida. Ladies and gentlemen, listeners all around the world, welcome to The Showdown. All right, there you heard it, guys. Love War. Make sure that you listen to their EP and the new music of Silent Hearts available right now on Spotify. And by the way, the Roman show is on Spotify. You can listen to our podcast there, iTunes, and the rest of the other um, mediums there. And also make sure you follow us on our social media's account. That's uh, at the Roman show on Twitter, Roman show media, both on Facebook and on Instagram. All right, Dana White says that Brock Lesnar in DC is not on their radar, no word yet if Brock Lesnar will be returning to the Octagon. But George... We got word, or there's something circulating out there, that Brock Lesnar signed some sort of a contract, a short-term contract with the WWE? It's possibly because of a return to Saudi Arabia. So uh, I did hear the same thing that you're hearing, so I'm not going to deny it, but these are rumors. We don't know this because we've also heard the same rumors of Lesnar being upset at Mania. So I don't know. I don't know where to really drop the pin on this because it's an unknown but 
I guess the best way to put it is we'll have to see come Saudi Arabia if he gets booked or not. Yeah, and, and, and now if the Saudi Arabia is what, about a month or so? Mm-hmm. Now, if he is going to go into the UFC, they're anticipating maybe sometime in September that he fights Daniel Cormier, but Daniel Bryan, uh, Dana White said that's not going to happen. So, To me, it's just a matter of time since they make that fight. It's a money fight. DC knows the money behind it. Lesnar knows the money behind it. So it's just a matter of time till we see these two going at it. Just to wrap things up real quickly here on the program, the UFC will visit Russia for the first time, and uh, the stream will be on ESPN Plus with a main card starting at 1 p.m. Alistair Overeem will be taking on Alexei Olenek, who has been here on the program. Check that out on the main event. And lastly, to finish off, this past UFC pay-per-view was just quite amazing. Israel Adesanya has become the second African to win a title, winning the interim middleweight championship against Kelvin Gastelum. If you haven't seen the fight, please see it. And, of course, Israel has mentioned that he would like to take on those opponents in his division. However, he did call out the great John Jones, and John Jones says, listen, make sure you don't you don't get what you wish for, because I'm going to go ahead and uh, you can call me daddy at the end of the afternoon when I'm done with you. Dustin Poirier is now the interim lightweight champion. He defeated Max Holloway. Dana White has said that he wants Max Holloway to return back to the featherweight division. Of course, Holloway, we anticipated he was going to have a, a good run in this division. However, it just didn't go that way. But Dustin Poirier is now getting ready to fight the current champion, which is Habib Nurmagomedov, to unify both titles. Well, with that being said, thanks so much for joining us on the program. Again, make sure to listen next week right here as we welcome some more guests. If you haven't been on, you haven't been heard. We'll catch you next week, everyone.